This is Big Talk. Michael Glab here. You know, it's been more than a year since we've been staying inside, many of us. The pandemic has been keeping us at safe distances from each other. Bars and restaurants are pretty much off limits. But people are turning outdoors for entertainment and socializing. One thing that people are doing now more than ever is riding bikes. I found a survey recently that said bike sales increased 75% in March and April 2020. That's that's huge. And then just a couple of months later, June 2020, they were up, bike sales, they were up 63%. That's amazing. Now, this is worldwide because you go to the BBC And the BBC did a story saying COVID-19 brought about a dramatic increase in bicycle sales. So much so, this according to the BBC, that suppliers have struggled to keep up with demand. Wow, bicycles. And then finally, Outside Magazine says the pandemic bike boom, and my guests are going to love this, the pandemic bike boom is here to stay. My guests, very appropriately enough, are Danielle and Kate Noland. They are the founders of Brown County Bikes, a brand new business in Nashville, Indiana. Danielle and Kate, hi and welcome. Hi, thank you. We're very happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Very happy to be in Brown County, I understand, because you've only recently, in the last few years, moved to Brown County. Yeah, it's always been a special place for us, very dear to us. Um, We were married here in 2015. I've spent a lot of volunteer hours on the trails here, helping maintain and build new sections in the state park in Yellowwood State Forest as well. Wait, Mm -hmm. wait, you just said you helped build sections? How do you do that? Yeah, so I'm a member of the Hoosier Mountain Bike Association. Uh And they're the ones who design and fundraise and uh, apply for grants to put the trails into the park and work with the DNR. Um, So, yeah, so we go out and clear drains sometimes. We dig sections of trail with rhinos out in Yellowwood and in Brown County State Park. They um, do use some of the funding to hire professional trail builders. And some of the the trails are machine built, but a lot of the trails in our park are hand built by volunteers. Anyone can volunteer to help. Yeah, yeah. There haven't been too many big build days just due to the pandemic, but hopefully as things open up, we'll be able to organize some more of those. Obviously, we're on radio and the listeners can't see this, so I'm going to have to create a word (laughs) picture here. Behind Danielle and Kate Nolan is a vista, a shot, taken from one of the trails in Brown County State Park it sort of reminds me of that beautiful hesitation point area. Is it that one? It's very close. Yeah, it's not that one, um, but another one of our favorite spots. I think this one is by Weed Patch and Bobcat. Yeah, it's, it's a view over Bobcat. And that is a vista that you can catch if you're on a bike on a bike trail. 
Yeah, or driving in a car. Yeah, oh, you can see that from the car. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, there's yeah. no pull-off for it, but you can see <clears throat> it. Brown County State Park is a fabulous place to ride bikes. I know every time the loved one and I go there, <laughs> we see bike riders. And there's about 28 miles of trails there. There are, and counting, yes. Yeah. So they're building more and more whenever um, the latest is the connection from Lime it's Kiln. the Lime Kiln return. So right now we have a beginner trail that goes from the campground to Hoosier's Nest. And it kind of feeds into Walnut, or you can cross the road to go to Weed Patch. Now it's going to cross the road and loop back into the campground. So that alone will give us uh, over 30 miles of trail. And there's a couple of other trails that are in the works for this year. So very exciting. You We're, can pretty much ride all day in Brown County State Park, apparently. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and it connects into Yellowwood State Forest through the campground. So you can ride the Cricket Creek area and also into Hoosier National Forest. So you can really ride well over 100 miles of single track, which is very, very cool. As I mentioned, the pandemic has really uh, jumped up the sales of bicycles. Now, you two wanted to open up your shop last year, the year 2020. Little did you know that a, a worldwide global epidemic would uh, pop up. That sort of uh, put a crimp in your plans for an opening day. We were planning an opening in the spring around May in a different uh, location, actually. I'm still in Nashville. And, you know, then everything changed, as we all know. And that location was no longer available. You know, then Kate and I got to thinking, you know, we're not going to do it. And then we had several different ideas and iterations. And then we were talking to our friends who were already in the process of building this uh, brand new space that we're in, it, uh, which is the Brown County Barn Burner. Ah. And their original tenant actually was then unavailable because of the pandemic. And so they had a retail space, which is where we are now, that was available and asked if we would consider coming in this space. So it really worked out beneficial to everyone we feel like we got in a really oh, yeah. wonderful location, worked out for the best in that sense, in a brand new building, but, you know, still navigating, opening a brand new business in the midst of a pandemic and bike shortage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, we were really fortunate because we're really close to the Salt Creek Trail, which will eventually connect into the park. But honestly, we're three miles uh, from the North Gate, so it's you can still ride on Old 46 if you go to Main Street and cut over to the park if you'd like. So we're, we're very, very happy to be here. So I always get confused by the names of the gates because when I'm coming from Bloomington eastbound on Route 46, that first entrance I see, which one is that? That's the West Gate. Okay. And then you pass Nashville, you do that little L in the road over by the Speedway gas station. Then the next entrance is? The North, North. Gate. Aha, so it's North and West. Yeah. As I mentioned, because the pandemic has done what it's done to bicycle sales, 
and then you had to delay your opening. But do you see, see it helping your business? I believe that it is. I, I, we're definitely facing some challenges, though, um, as far uh -huh. as acquiring bikes and, you know, building inventory. So we're very fortunate. Since we planned to open earlier, we had already set up our accounts. We already had pre-orders together and an idea of what we were going to want. So when we started doing the interior build-out in our space, we went ahead and started receiving inventory at our home building bikes oh, in our garage. No kidding. <laughs> oh, wait a yeah. minute, wait a minute. Yeah. You mean uh, when you own a bike shop, the bikes come in in pieces? Yeah, they're, right. they're boxed up. You, there, there is some assembly required, more, <laughs> more so on certain ones than others. But yeah, you have to, they have to be torqued to spec. You have to build them. You have to make your um, you know, adjustments, make sure your brake calipers are in place and you know, all the things, install your dropper post, uh, put the handlebars on, you know, uh, put your wheels on, all those, all those things. So how long were you getting inventory into your house before you were able to move it all to the new location? Yeah, I would say we got probably our first, the end of July, first part of August. And then, yeah, so a few months of like, okay, no one can park in the garage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we had a bike shop in the garage yeah. for a little bit we had mechanics we, coming to our house <laughs> we were we had a uh, portable uh bike uh shop repair stands out in the drive and in the garage and things like that and we were just uh working really really hard on that sort of stuff and then coming in here and you know we cleaned the cement floors we put up a wall for an office like you know painting any anything and everything we could a good friend of ours we had a, several good friends that helped out but one of our Friends did all of our branding and she hand painted some murals. Her and her husband were here helping us quite a bit, but she hand painted the murals on the walls behind our counters and stuff like that. And we had Brown County Live Edge did all of our wood our that's in the shop. Huh. Um, so I know you've been in and yeah, all the Live Edge counters and the door and they made a custom bike rack. Bike rack. Mm -hmm. He thought I was crazy, but yeah, it worked out great. <laughs> This is, again, Danielle and Kate Nolan. They're the founders of Brown County Bikes. When exactly did you open to the public? October 25th. October 25th. That's mm -hmm. the end of the bike season, isn't it? I know. I, I know. know. Yeah. We, we, we already had our demos in place, and um, we have another company called D&K Presents, and we host bike camps, and we also offer outdoor adventures, backpacking trips, and things like that. So... We did have uh, demos that were running out while we were building out and things like that. And um, as you know, as soon as we opened, though, we we sold a bike the night before we opened. In fact, like a family came up from Louisville to get one. Now, in a sense, opening at the time you did, it's almost like a soft opening. You're not going to be inundated with customers in November for biking, what? so you can get the mistakes out of the way. Yeah, get your get your feet underneath you. But um, honestly, uh, we, were, we were busy because our weather was still good here. And, uh -huh. you know, Brown County, Nashville is such a destination. You know, we've been coming down here for years, doing different events and things like that. And the fall is especially appealing to mountain bikers. The weather is perfect. The condition of the trails are great. You get the beautiful fall uh, colors and everything and people always want to try to ride as much as they can before it gets really cold right squeeze so, it all in yeah yeah mm -hmm. so even even during the build-out people were knocking on the doors or 
stepping up and, you know, and if we had what somebody needed or if we could help them, we would go ahead and do it, you know, leading up to our opening. But it was, you know, we did, we were pretty busy right when we started. And then it was kind of nice that it did slow down um, a little bit through the winter months, but we were able to really get our systems in place and figure things out a little bit better and uh, build our inventory for all the service and for um, spring and yeah, get everything ready for spring. So you've been quoted as saying it was a lifelong dream to open a bike shop. Yeah. Yeah. A long time ago, there used to be another bike shop here called hesitation point. Uh And before they opened, I was talking to Jeff McCabe, one of the owners of Big Woods, and they had uh, bought the building on Van Buren that houses uh, Big Woods Pizza, and they had an upstairs space, and he goes, I don't know what we're going to do with the upstairs space. Do you know anybody that wants to open a shop or an artist that might want to go in in the area? And I go, you know, I'd like to put a bike shop in there. Wow. Well. I didn't get to do it then and Hesitation Point opened and at the time I wasn't quite ready to make the move down here. But oddly enough, you know, it's something that we've always, you know, considered and had been working on for over a couple of years before we would have opened in the spring had we done it. it. It just worked out. The year we moved here, Hesitation Point closed. And I had a couple people reach out to me, Jeff McCabe being one of them and saying, Brown County, Nashville needs a bike shop. So it just seemed like the time was right and it was very organic and the cards aligned. And so Danielle and I were very happy about that. Danielle, what was your first bike? Oh my gosh. I think mine was, I think my first real like quality bike, I actually won in fifth grade and it was you know what was it a scott or i think so i think it was a scott but yeah i grew up in southern indiana and kate was more the bmxer but we just i mean i grew up in the country and we didn't call it mountain biking but we rode our bikes on the road on the gravel the trail wherever you know no one wore helmets (laughs) right um you scraped your knee and sure yeah (laughs) yeah you fell down you got back up yeah, I mean, the outdoors and biking and has always been part of my life um, in some way and didn't really get into mountain biking until I moved to Indy um, and met Kate. But um, I always say that's what got me to where I am today, got me good because I was always trying to chase her on the trail. So. <laughs> She's the one. She's the leader. Uh, <laughs> You're looking at her calves, essentially, all the way, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, especially right now because we <laughs> we have um, an, I we have another baby on the way. We have a two-year-old son, and oh. I'm 36 weeks pregnant. So right now, yeah, she's. Definitely- I've seen I've seen a picture of that little guy uh, oh, yeah. on Instagram. I was going to ask about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when, when, when do you expect uh, uh, the second? Expecting May 4th. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) May 4th be with us. (laughs) I don't suspect you're doing much riding right now then. Am I correct? You know, I'm still staying, uh, you know, on the bike as much as I can. I'm just, Uh it's just a little bit different 
not set taking up. as many risks, you know. Oh just, yeah, yeah. It just shorter, shorter rides. She was. Yeah. I I did the death march here, March twenty seventh, and I was doing a lot of training rides over the winter with friends. But Danielle actually got out with us on some, you know, twenty four mile rides, twenty five mile rides, twenty seven mile rides. Yeah. Leading up to it, but now we're sticking to you know shorter distance under probably under ten mile rides on the trails. Danielle and Kate Nolan, the founders of Brown County Bikes, uh, you're described as a professional mountain bike instructors. Well, I thought everybody knew how to ride a bike. What does that mean? Yeah, well, we, we um, actually have certifications from the Professional Mountain Bike Instructors Association, which was founded in Whistler, Canada. You know, I raced BMX and I also did uh, I dab- I've dabbled in mountain bike racing. I've done 24 hour races, 12 hour races. I love enduro style riding and like downhill. The certifications are awesome because they can help you whether you're an intro or sometimes I work with people who are racing professionally. I have some race teams that come into Brown County once a year and we do spring clinics with them. No matter where you're at in cycling, you can always improve. And, you know, Danielle and I have an opportunity. We do a lot of women's camps east of the Rockies, but we also host an event in Sedona. And then I also um, coach for Ryan Leach, who's out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Do some guiding for him at the mountain bike festivals like Sedona um, and do some online coaching for him. But it's just a way to ride more efficiently, to have more fun, to be safe and to build the proper foundation and really good skills so that you can advance and build on those. Just a way to be super rewarding, feel more comfortable and be more confident on your bike. Um, And we do clinics like Kate said a lot for women. We also do youth clinics, co-ed. We're very happy and, and also to bring some coaching clinics for people to get certified as instructors to Brown County now too. You made an allusion to this already. You also run a business called DNK Presents, where you organize and guide outdoor adventures for women, primarily for women. What kind of outdoor adventures? (laughs) So we do mostly focused on, and that business we started in 2014. And again, you know, started with a lot of mountain biking clinics, camps, rides, um, a lot of backpacking trips in Indiana as well as across the Midwest, but we've also done trips in through the Grand Canyon. Yeah, in Guatemala. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I teach yoga, and so I've, we've done some wellness retreats, including, you know, yoga and adventure, hiking, kind of nature immersions. It's we, really, it, like all of our trips really focus on empowerment through the outdoors. It's something that we really believe in. And Danielle um, is going to be teaching an outdoor wellness class through Indiana University, and I'm going to be teaching some mountain biking courses for them. So, you two have been all over the country, all over in different countries. So you've seen a lot of different places, but apparently you love Brown County. In fact, so much that in 2015, when you two got married, you got married in Brown County State Park. Uh, we did. Certainly did. Before yeah. we lived here. Mm-hmm. What, what's so special about Brown County that you wouldn't uh, go to Sedona, say? I have always been super fond of this area and the people here and all the outdoor opportunities. And I feel like Indiana kind of undersells 
it's outdoors and there's so much to do right in this area. I mean, you can through hike on the Tecumseh Trail or the Knobstone. I mean, we're the International Mountain Bike Association has declared Brown County an epic trail system. And I mean, people come here from all over the world. We're constantly like in the top 10 for the nation for mountain bike destinations. Huh. And, uh, you know, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when well, we yeah. host campsite sessions, we have people come from Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, uh, Maryland, West Virginia, Mississippi, Alabama, like all over. Canada. Yeah, to ride our trails here. We just have a great variety. And we so. do, we have a nonprofit wing too. We started with DNK Presents, but we do a women's adventure giveaway each year. Um, where we give out, it's a scholarship-based program that you have to be nominated for, but we give away a free four-day trip to four women, and many times we do it, we've done it right, you know, in the Brown County area, and each year we kind of get to do something a little bit different, because there are so many cool things to do. They always mountain bike, and they always backpack. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You look at an old bird like me, and when I was a kid, When I was growing up, people had Schwinns, or they had Huffies. They had these these kind of simple, very heavy, truck-like bikes. But but now I notice, boy, I see them all over the place. You have these advanced composite bodies. You have shock absorbers. You have these bikes with these huge, wide tires. I've seen some of them. They almost look like automobile tires. How have all these advances enhanced the bike riding experience the bikes are really designed specifically for the type of riding so you look at a cross-country bike and they're going to have less travel on the suspension then they're going to have more narrow tires majority of them they're going to be 29ers with a more narrow tire so those are just made for speed that's like your Ah. corvette right yeah speed on the trail yeah and then you have you know trail bikes that are designed for people who love to ride in the mountains or love to get air or love to send drops and they're really into the technical and those frames are those bikes will they'll um weigh a little bit more but you gain the weight from the suspension but they're still carbon fiber so they're lighter than whatever you rode but the pivots in the frame and the suspension allow both tires to have to maintain traction with the ground through the rough Ah. stuff up or down yeah but then they also accommodate big hits so that you have softer landings on these on these big jumps or big drops and then there's you know some bikes that are kind of in between they're you know cross-country but trail capable also and then there's downhill downhill bikes bikes, there's fat tire bikes like you were talking with the really big tires those are great for like snow and you know sand and they've made mm-hmm. those light you can get them at a hardtail or full suspension i mean there's just there's so much yeah. out there gravel road adventure bikes yeah bike packing bikes let's take a middle a typical middle-aged person fairly <laughs> decent shape but someone who wants to get back into biking wants to get a decent bike but doesn't want anything too crazy too elaborate what would a person spend on a new adequate bike well it i guess kind of depends on if they want to take the bike um does it need to be trail capable um or do they want to just kind of ride it around town you know we're obviously 
advocating to get them on the trail. We love mountain biking, so, so but we <laughs> we also have road and gravel bikes. I think I think the important part is to um, figure out like what discipline of cycling it is. Are you mm-hmm. going to take advantage of the road and gravel? You know, so then you're you're probably looking at you know anywhere from a thousand up. Do you want a, do you want, you know, a dual surface bike that's comfortable with a flat bar? You know, we, we can, those are going to be anywhere from like, you know, 600, you know, up. Do you want a full suspension with air shocks, hydraulic disc brakes that you can, you know, ride on all of our trails here and, you know, take on vacations? You're going to be spending at least a couple thousand dollars or more. Wow. It's like a used car. <laughs> right. I mean, do you want a cross country mm-hmm. race bike? You're probably looking at upwards of if you want a nice light one, you know, with lockout options for your suspension, things like that, then you're you're gonna be spending upwards of four thousand. I believe today is the first Thursday of the month. What goes on on the first Thursday of the month and the third Thursday of the month, by the way? <laughs> yeah, we have our right. Party in the Woods. The first and third Thursday of each month, we host Party in the Woods. It starts at 6 p.m. in the lower lot, just inside the North Gate. It's an all-level trail ride, and it's uh, catered to the skill level of the group that shows up, and we just all go out, and we make lots of noise, and session <laughs> the trails, and learn a little bit about etiquette, and have a really good time. Take some photos, and just... Danielle and Kate Nolan, they're the founders of Brown County Bikes. That's over off the beaten path uh, on Jefferson Street. Uh, <laughs> and uh, people are flocking over there, I guess. I should hope so for your case. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. people are coming in. and Yeah, we get calls right all the time for bikes. We've had people drive as far as Kansas City, uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, to get bikes. We've had people call us from California, Utah, trying to get the bikes that we have. We brought in a couple of great brands. They're Pacific Northwest brands. Um, Transition Bikes is one of them. And they're a rider-owned company that started in 2002 in Bellingham. And their bikes are really hot. And uh, it's in high demand. We can't keep them in stock. And then our other brand is Norco, which is out of Vancouver, British Columbia. And they offer, offer a full range of bikes, anything from kids' bikes to road bikes to adventure bikes, mountain bikes, e-bikes, you mm-hmm. name it, they got it. E-bikes being electronic assist bikes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pedal assist, they, which... Just, yeah, they just opened our trails for the e-bikes, the pedal assist, and um, they're honestly a great way to extend someone's riding career or to help someone who's, you know, had an injury. They don't go unless you're pedaling and you have yeah. different levels of assist that you can hit. But um, I'm excited to see the DNR open it up. It says a trial for this year to mm-hmm. um, see how they do. But I think it's opened up mountain biking for a lot of families, you know, and a lot, a lot of riders who... Want to keep riding and stay in with the stay group. In shape, yeah, <laughs> they've got a grand, brand new bike shop in downtown Nashville. They're right around Brown County State Park, which has miles and miles and miles of bike trails. They're Danielle and Kate Nolan. Their uh, new shop is called Brown County Bikes. Danielle and Kate, thank you so much for being on Big Talk. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. This has been great.